I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I was super slick. I slipped my old clunker into a pretty tight parking spot in front of the diner. And I was feeling kind of satisfied with myself because my lady wonder wench can't do that. No matter what she tells you, and she will, she can't parallel park. Just can't. Anyway, I was feeling kind of satisfied and when all of a sudden this recently hatched embryo with a, a baseball cap on backward and a tasteful assortment of pimples and rings through his nose. It probably had his eye on the same parking spot. And he leaned out of the car and he made some very unflattering comments about my parents' supposed marital status. And he ended the statement with the words, old man. It was a kind of a situation in which I have often made a real idiot of myself by offering to insert the guy's head somewhat to the rear of his viagral parts, but but the words old man had a strange kind of an effect. They, they really stunned me, literally. And for a moment, I actually couldn't move. Then my lady wonder wench reminded me of the words of Big Louie, his own bad self, who always says... Grab a grin and win, and I did. I just laughed at the kid and it kind of freaked him out. That was satisfying. Now, I know I have gray hair, and my chest has slipped a bit, and when I'm flying my little airplane lately, I sometimes find myself stopping to think which one of those levers puts the wheels down and which one stops the engine. Good distinction. And I have to admit that in the event of war... The army probably wouldn't let me in, even if everybody else was dead. But all is not lost. My lady wonder wench says I still have class and style and charm up the wazoo. <laughs> Old man. Yeah, I honestly never, ever thought of myself as being an old man until that kid said that. I'm not an old man. I'm a Louie Louie generation guy. Louie Louie has been playing in the soundtrack of my life forever. Louie Louie, you know? It's a status symbol. Only people who've been around for a little while remember Louie Louie. The, the pimple kid, I'm sure, never heard of it. Of course, he probably never heard of television sets taking five minutes to warm up, you know, and, and they're in black and white. Yeah, we remember, huh? When a buck was a decent allowance, you played baseball with no adults around. If there was an argument over some play, it was a do-over. Do-over. <laughs> there are candy cigarettes, and the jukebox in the diner had real records in them. You know, and, and gas was 35 cents a gallon. We remember that stuff. Louie Louie is our kind of song. It's a tune with tood attitude. And Big Louie, his own bad self, always says, Toot is good. <laughs> In fact, it's, it's one of the biggest differences between Louie Louie girls and guys and baby boomer men and women. Baby boomers are men and women, no question. And we're guys and girls. All you have to do to be a baby boomer is just be born between 1946 and 1964. 
So big deal. You get born and you hang around for a while. Zap, you're a baby boomer. No tood necessary. And I think in most cases, there's no tood involved either. Mostly they just go to work and come home and drink beer and watch TV. At least the guys do that. And then they go to work, they come home and do the same thing all over again. And the women go to work, they come home and fix dinner. And they drink beer and watch TV or go shopping. That's about it. Louie Louie guys and girls are also grown-ups. And we have jobs and families and mortgages and all that stuff. But deep down inside, we're different. Because we're never going to stop being guys and girls. We have lives. We have grins. We win with those grins. My lady wonder wench rides her horse. I fly my airplane. I chase her around the house and she makes sure she doesn't run too fast. When most boomer women go shopping, boomer men just watch sports on television. In fact, it seems to me that a lot of boomer men pay more attention to their sports teams than they do to their wives. Because they figure that even though a wife may be beautiful and faithful and loving, she'll never make the playoffs, even if she bulks up and works out during the offseason. In fact, I'm amazed that most boomer men even have wives, because the way they approach trying to understand people, any kind of people, but especially women, is they, they try to get something concrete to go on. Like his or her batting average against left-handed pitching during night games on Mondays in July. Of course, things are even worse in some countries where they take sports way too seriously in the sense that they kill each other over soccer, which I feel is excessive, especially for regular season games, don't you? But it's the tood that makes the difference between an aging boomer man and woman and a Louie Louie guy or a girl. The average boomer generation man or woman is just that, average. The sum total of their thinking on really important subjects can be summed up in one word, and that word is, huh? Their political perspective comes from Hillary Clinton's cleavage and Barack Obama's naked lapel button and Rudy Giuliani's love life. Stuffy old boomer men and women tend to rock on with songs by Tommy James and the Shondells. Of course, sometimes Tood makes things difficult. I admit that. That's why it takes a zillion guy sperm cells, each one zooming around in its own direction. has a little speedo on, you know? Each one of them is absolutely certain and knows where it's going. It's going to locate that female egg. It's not going to ask any directions. And it takes a long time and it takes millions of these little guys, despite the fact that the egg is, relatively speaking, basically the size of the Empire State Building. That's what I mean by tood sometimes makes things difficult, but it's worth it. The tood of the tune comes through for us Louie Louie guys and girls big time, especially when the years are piling on and pimple people with rings through their noses start calling us old man. The toot of the tune, telling you from experience, helps you to stand up straight and, and remember who you are. Now, come on, you've paid some dues, you've done some things, and you've got plans for doing even more things. And you're old enough to know right from wrong, and, and you're, you're strong enough to take your pick. That's why Big Louie always says, 
When facing pimples and nose rings, resist the temptation to maim and kill and just grab a grin and win. Dicks to Tails, a bunch of fascinating but totally unimportant things to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important things that are keeping you awake out the other and you can just nod off comfortably to sleep. Sometimes people need to spend more time thinking through what they take for an email address. There is a pen manufacturer that's called Pen Island, but their address comes out penisland.com. <laughs> There's a design company called Speed of Art, and their address comes out speedofart.com. <laughs> so be careful if you're figuring out taking an email address. And here's another sports note that's not particularly important, but it's kind of interesting. While bending over to make calls at the 2006 Wimbledon tennis tournament, the judges split 60 pair of pants, which I'm sure cracked everybody up. All right. While we are involved in such totally sophomoric, sophisticated locker room humor... I've often wondered, how come when we put a little pill in our mouth, we call it an aspirin? Where should we put that pill with a name like that? Dicks to Tails. They take your mind off your mind. I like baseball. It's fun. And it teaches you some life lessons, too. Kid comes up from the minors throwing 100 miles an hour. Nobody can hit him in the minors. The first time around the league in the majors, it's the same thing. Then the big leaguers start timing him, and he starts getting clobbered. And he has to either adapt and learn how to throw a changeup, or it's zap back to the minors. It's a long season, like it's a long life. And like in life, it takes guts and skill and, and tood to make it through to the playoffs. There's a story about that lesson in a chapter from the Night Connections personal audio CD. It's one of my favorites. It's called The Aging Wild Child. You're sitting on the bed in an old nightshirt, kind of smiling. You're barefoot. Your hair has that bird's nest look that sometimes happens to people who have kids, a job, a husband and a home to look after. He's late tonight. He works for a computer company. Since the downsizing, he's been doing two people's jobs. You've been married for 15 years. It's hard to believe. Even you didn't think it would last. You didn't really love him that much when you got married. You were pregnant. And you're pretty sure the baby's father is the man standing next to your husband in the wedding picture on the wall, his best man. You were a little wild in those days. You thought it was exciting to spend the night with your husband's best friend just before the wedding. You're pretty sure now that your husband knew all along that your oldest son was probably not physically his. But it never seemed to matter to him at all. He is in every way the boy's father. And he is in every way your husband. You've become very proud of him and what you have together. His best friend is single again, 
He's been through two marriages now. He's a cheater, an alcoholic, and a wife beater. You've never told him or anyone else that he was probably your son's father. And every time you see him, you think about what a narrow escape you had from that kind of life. Your husband is a very quiet guy. Steady. Dependable. Some of your friends call him Mr. Dull. <laughs> but he comes home to you at night because he wants to. He keeps fresh flowers on the dining room table. And sometimes he still asks you how he ever got so lucky that you would marry him. The electricity that snaps from your brush as you fix your hair can't compare to the electricity that you feel inside as you slowly slip out of that old nightshirt and into your sheer black teddy. You're going to see to it that your own very special Mr. Dull becomes Mr. Lucky again just as soon as he walks through that door. That's one of my favorite cuts from the Night Connections personal audio CD. It's called The Aging Wild Child. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com. Download it from the CD Baby icon. Whatever works for you. Lots of Louie Louie generation guys and girls are smart enough to keep their bodies in pretty good shape. I do push-ups and I ride my bike and... My lady wonder wench does floor exercises that she never lets me watch because she says they would drive me wild with lust, which seems like a pretty good idea to me, but for some reason it doesn't seem that way to her. And she rides her horse. I don't like doing push-ups. I don't think Ms. Wench really likes doing exercises either. I mean, who does? But it's worth the sweat. And when that kid called me an old man, I have to admit it hurt. But then... Wonder Wench picked me up like she always does. And, and she is the one who reminded me about Big Louie's words, and they're worth remembering. Big Louie, his own bad self, says, grab a grin to win. You know, it's an effort. But if you're a Louie Louie kind of a guy or a girl, it works. It gets the, the toot of the tune going for you. Believe me. <laughs> A pimple person's nose rings clanking in frustration is such a satisfying sound. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.